0: Thanks for joining us here today at Victory Church, where we invite people to belong before they believe. If you wanna know more about who we are and what we do, or if any of our messages have impacted your life and you wanna partner with us by giving in to this ministry, we invite you to do so by visiting our website at victory.church. Now, let's check out this week's message from our Oklahoma City campus pastor, Oscar Ortiz.
1: Today, it's about life change, and We have some people that I've committed their lives to Christ. Isn't that amazing? But before we get into the baptism, I, I, I want to remind all of us what baptism is all about. Um, because it, it, was, it was such a big deal in the Bible that Jesus himself was baptized. The one person that probably didn't need to get baptized got baptized as an example for us. And I want us to remember why we do this. And later on throughout the this day, if you have not had an opportunity to get baptized, but the Lord moves in your heart and you choose to do so, uh, we'll remind you, we have extra clothes. We have a team that is ready uh, to dunk you. If, you, if you're if you ready for that this morning, maybe you just need to get woken up a little bit. We can do that too. But we'll have that, an opportunity later on throughout the throughout the, this worship gathering. Um, so this big pool, I love this great visual. We put it in the middle because of what it symbolizes of uh, the change and life transformation that takes place. And you know, one of the things that I learned about coming to Oklahoma is that weather changes rapidly. You know, just this weekend. You can be wearing shorts and flip-flops that morning, and that evening you're wearing thermal underwear. Come on. <laughs> and, as I, and as I begin to, to think about this, it's like just the weather. Sometimes you have to take things off, or so sometimes you have to put things on uh, in the same day. And this is what change means, new beginnings. Because I believe that this spool represents people removing things of their lives. It's a new season, it's a new beginning. You're not gonna wear some of the things that you used to wear. Maybe some of us, we know what it feels like to wear shame and to wear guilt and to wear anger and to wear bitterness. And it's, it's weary and it's burdensome. And after a while, God says, I, I, I'm changing the temperature of your life. And I wanna give you something much lighter. I wanna give you a new heart. I wanna give you a new, new mind. I want to give you a new spirit, a lot lighter, so that you don't have to drag on life through through heaviness. And in fact, it says, if you have a burden, lay it down at the feet of Jesus, for He cares for you. And to, today we get to celebrate the most important change in a person's life. And that's when they become followers of Christ and begin a new life. But we also know that sometimes the, the most important change can also become the most difficult. Because it is, it is not just, how many of you guys know that even after you gave your life to Christ, that, that your bank account did not change. That, that your relationships, your marriage, your issues did not just go away. You realize, oh wow, I still have to live through this thing. Is that, is that what that means? Yeah, but now you have to live it through a different identity and a different perspective. Because of, of Christ's work in you, in your mind. So now you begin to see things different and God calls us to live a new life that baptism means letting go allowing God to remove things off of you so that he could put on something new John 1:12 says this but to all who did receive him who believed in his name he gave the right to become children of God who were born not of blood nor of the will of the flesh nor the will of men but of God In other words that what you're doing this is not just because of your choice but it is God placing it in your heart out of his will for you to experience life transformation for you to, for, for him to remind you that I'm, 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 I'm going to begin to remove some things and it's like uh, whenever you remove the layers of an, of, of an onion it gets, it gets difficult the deeper you go into the onion. Especially like, like me, when I'm like, I use onions for every single thing. I love onions and cooking. But you have to wear like goggles. So that you're not just crying, you know, because of the pico de gallo that you're trying to make for your family. And tears may take place today. Because of the layers that God is going into your heart to remove. And what he wants to do. But I want us to focus on a couple of words from this verse in John 1. The words, but it says, but to all who did receive him. The word receive is the Greek word lambano, which means to get a hold of. To get a hold of. Not just to receive. I want you to take your hands out. And I want you to someone, picture someone giving you. I don't know. If you're hungry, picture a sandwich. If you're cold picture a, a sweater. If you want warm, picture a popsicle, I don't know. But picture something that you do not want to let go. Now close your fists and shake them a little like, I'm not letting go of this. I'm not letting go of this. And now picture somebody else coming and trying to grab your hand and picture. You're like, no, I'm not letting go of this. This is lambano. To To all who lambano, Jesus Christ, to those who get the right, to become children of God. You can let go of your hands. You can release him. Because some of you guys look a little angry. But this is. What this means is that. You're not just making an intellectual agreement. You're not just making something in your mind. That said okay I'm, I'm choosing. But you're really committing. To a life following Jesus. Believed in. His name implies that. It requires a personal trust. To believe in his name you're talking about not just the name Jesus not just Yeshua but you you completely believe in the complete total power of his name and what that means to us in, in the Bible so if you could rewrite this it would simply mean this to all who take a hold of Jesus who trust everything he says and he is and does to those he gave the right to become children of God not because they worked for it but because God will for you to become through a supernatural work in your life Matthew 10:18 says and whoever does not receive his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me the word receive again is like the same way you get a hold of Jesus is the same way you get a hold of the cross Now I want to make that clear because sometimes we want to get a hold of Jesus but we hold the cross very loosely. And in the Bible you can't do, you cannot have one without the other. See, because Christianity without the cross is Christianity without Christ. And whenever we accept the cross, we accept the totality of what God is offering for us. And in this, in this day and age, we have to make that dis- distinction. Because many of us, at times, we want Jesus to be our Savior. But we don't want to, we want to hold on to the saving power. But we will hold loosely to His saving power and to His Lordship. We want a Savior, but we're not crazy about Him being Lord. Sometimes we want a church, but we don't want a community. Come on. Sometimes we want communion, but we don't want accountability. So whenever we, we accept the cross, we're, ex- we're accepting God all that you have for me. As you remove layers throughout my life, I'm okay with you speaking into my life so that I can become a different person. So how do we respond? Well, water in the Bible is a symbol of new beginning. God used water in the days of Noah to start a new beginning for the entire earth. And he used the flood for that. God used water. And as the children of Israel were leaving Egypt. They had to cross through the Red Sea. Why? Because he had a new beginning for them. Out of Egypt, they crossed the water. When they walked into the promised land, they had to cross the, the, the River Jordan. Why? Because it involved a new beginning. When Jesus... Right before Jesus began his ministry of miracles, he was baptized. Why? Because it required a new beginning even for him. So how do we respond, even those of us that are not getting baptized? Because this message is not, it's not just for the people that are committing their lives today. But the way we respond is simple. Matthew 3, 16, 17 says this, when he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were open to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. And suddenly, a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. As you get baptized, or as you give your life to Christ, you have to remember the baptism reaffirms our identity in Christ. Baptism doesn't save you, but it is a commandment that we have been given. And the only way that you don't have to get baptized, I would say, it's if you are on a deathbed or on a cross and because you were a thief, like the Bible talks about. But for the rest of us, we're encouraged and commanded to baptize. Why? Because God is asking us to make a public commitment of the inner work and willingness submission that you're doing with your with your life everything starts with identity and baptism is a new beginning to a new identity it's a new beginning because now you are welcoming a new voice to speak into your life how many of you guys have voices that speak into our lives do you realize and i'm not saying you're crazy you're only crazy if you start talking back to those voices just saying okay But all of us have voices. But as you get baptized, you're saying, I'm not going to listen to the voice that used to tell me to remind me of my past. I'm listening to the voice that reminds me who I am in Christ. I am his beloved. I am a son and I am a daughter. That's who you are. That's the new name. If the voice that's speaking to you is not telling you that, shut him off. And don't listen to that, but listen to the voice of the Father that says, I have something new for you that's much better. I have a new future. I have a new hope. I know the plans that I have for you. They're to prosper you, not to harm you. That to give you hope and to give you a future. That's the voice of the Father. So when Jesus gets baptized, that's, where, that's when his identity gets confirmed. When the heavens open... And he hears the voice of the father. This is my beloved son. And it reminds us that how careful we should be because our identity will come from the loudest voices in our lives. Did you realize that your identity will be shaped by the people that are closest to you? If you don't like your identity right now, you may have to begin a new community of people who speak into your life. So it is out of, after baptism that Jesus walks into the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. And we know that he was tempted by the devil. And what was, what was the area where Jesus was challenging? It was his identity. Out of baptism, he hears, you are my beloved son. Into the desert, he hears, if you are the son of God. What do you mean? If, I mean, yeah, Jesus, you just heard it, but I mean, if, if that's true, then do this. And let, I think it's a good reminder for me. It's a good reminder for all of us. Our identity in Christ will be challenged when the devil tells you, you have to work and act to prove that you are a son and a daughter. You have to prove it. Yeah, I know you gave your life to Jesus. Man, I know that worship service was awesome. But was it? I know you pray for your children. I know you pay for your marriage. But come on, let's be honest. Let's be real. Let's be be real. Because you're just having this conversation. If that's true, prove it. And this is not something that you prove but what you do. This is something that is proven by what Christ did on the cross. So anytime the devil tells you prove it, you point him to the cross. Anytime the devil says, show me why, prove it, if, if you are. Are you a son and a daughter? Don't you remember the way you did yesterday? Point him to the cross. Point him to the sacrifice that Christ did for you. Romans 6, 3. says this or do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus have been baptized into his death therefore we have been buried with him through baptism into death so that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of God the father so we too may walk in the newness of life there it is new beginning new beginning new beginning for we have become united with him in the likeness of his death certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection so underwater means you go on there and you live you're leaving everything behind you come underwater and your old thoughts now, it, now let me remind you 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 may come out of the water and you may wake up you may wake up tomorrow morning and the same thoughts are going to try to trigger you, the same triggers. But you have to remember that that's, that's dead and buried. Because Jesus was buried, we were buried with Him, but we also resurrected with Him. That means that the same power that resurrected Jesus from the dead is now working in us. So that we can come to life. When those thoughts come, when those temptations come, that we, that we can continue to choose through the power of His Spirit. Even when we fall, that we can get back up and we say, I'm, I'm, that's not me. I'm a new creation. I'm a new creation. And we let the Holy Spirit do a work in us. I'm going to invite those of you that are getting baptized to stand. In fact, I'm going to invite you to come to the front and... I'm so glad you're here. I'm not like here, not as in like this building, this place, but I'm so glad you're, you're here. Because I don't know what journey you walked to to get here, but I can promise you, God has a plan to restore what, was, what has been taken from you. If you put your complete, total, full trust in him, even at your young age, man, you're not too young to choose to give your life to Christ. Can we, can we stand and we extend our hands? Because we're going to do this and we're going to go into, into worship and thank God for what he has done. Father, we thank you for the life change that is taking place today. We thank you for new beginnings We thank you for new beginnings. We thank you, God, for new identity in Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that we put our faith and trust completely in you. We will never be the same. We will never be the same. Thank you, Father, for your grace that wakes us up. Thank you, Father, for your grace that catches us when we fall. And thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit that allows us to continue to walk even when we're weary, when we're tired, and we want to give up. Thank you that we don't because it is Christ that is in us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
0: Thank you for joining us here today for this week's message. And here at Victory Church, we are called to equip people to live in His presence, move beyond ourselves, and be transformed. And this can only happen through your radical generosity, your serving, and your prayers. If this message or any of our messages have impacted your life and you would like to partner with us by giving into this ministry, you can do so by visiting our website at give. Thank you again for joining us and have a great day.